if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Joshua. David. Hey, mate. Uh, guys, this is Josh. Josh has been on the team for a little while now. He's uh, kind of sits in the darkness over the back of the office there somewhere and just mm-hmm. gets down and does work. So, Josh, what do you do for BidPixel? Uh, a bit of everything, really. <laughs> so, technically, I'm a conversion rate uh, optimizer, kind of helping just in general uh, in all different aspects of our businesses and clients' businesses. Um, helping them just improve their conversion rate in any way that we can. So we obviously generate a lot of traffic um, through our Facebook and Google advertising, but um, yeah, making the most of that and actually working out how we can best convert that. And I kind of hired you to start doing a lot of non-billable work, and yeah. it kind of turns out that all you're doing now is billable work. Because uh, this cu- week at least. <laughs> oh, look, custom- customers need help, and the more help that we give them and that you can give them, the better conversions we get, right? So 100%. it's a win-win. So hey, what are we going to talk to about today? So today, well, why don't you tell me? <laughs> hey, I'm not prepared for this. So today, I'm going to ask Josh some questions about how to get better conversions for lead generation. So Jay and I have been harping on about e-commerce a lot lately, mm. and that's only a portion of our business. So I do want to do a bit of a chat or have a bit of a chat now with you about conversion rate optimization and how people can do small changes on their website to get uh, better lead generation or better customer experience. So mate, we did talk about this earlier. Your number one point was be clear and concise in your message. Can you yeah. take a little bit of time just to unpack that for me? Sure, so I guess um, I've done a lot of web development uh, in the past for a lot of lead gen clients and I guess one of the biggest issues that they have is they actually get a web development company to build their website, um, which is Shock great. horror. I know, I know, like it makes sense, right? But in reality, um, they don't have a marketing mindset and they're not actually, their goal is to keep the client happy with a really nice looking website, but not really forward thinking about, well, the actual goal of the business is to you know, make money, generate revenue. So how do they actually get to that goal? So a lot of people miss the mark in terms of um, building a website for the, um, for the client's customers rather than the client itself. Yeah, sure. So everyone's got analysis paralysis these days. Everyone mm. has got no time to spend online. They're flicking between browser tabs. They're on and off social media platforms. So yeah. a clear and concise message, I'm guessing you're going to want it above the fold or as high as you can on this website, Sure, is what's going to qualify them within a couple of seconds to see if they're going to hang around on your website. Yeah, so we see that type of thing when when we talk about uh, advertising as well. That I'm sure you've you've talked a lot about how you know you've only got a couple of seconds to actually grab their attention and kind of deliver some you know a hawk or something that's going to yep. get them to keep reading. Similar thing with a website. People are only on there. Like if you have a look at the time on site, a lot of the time, particularly for poor you know um, poorly worded and poorly designed websites, it's going to be less than thirty seconds. So they don't really have the, uh, the they're not capturing people's attention in that time. That could also be because their websites are underperforming and they're slow and it takes them a while to load and then, you know, they, they just couldn't be bothered and, you know, they're back on social media or looking at something else. Yeah, cool. Awesome. So, number one, clear and concise messaging on your website to get them and hook them really quick. The mm-hmm. second thing you, you that you mentioned was identifying the primary problem 
mm-hmm. and identifying the solution that this prospect has. So that's nothing new to a lot of people, but for the web, for the person who's just paid a web developer to build their website, mm-hmm. how can they quickly do some changes which helps identify problems and find solutions? Sure, so it's not necessarily a quick change. It's, it's more thinking about the overall marketing strategy of your business. You know, a website is a tool that you use, not a be all end all solution, right? So um, actually, you know, understanding and identifying who the target market is, what's their primary problem? Um, you know, if, if, your, um, if your sink is leaking, you're gonna need a plumber, right? And that's a pretty straightforward element. So if you're a plumber, you can literally put, do you have a leaking sink or something like that? You know, we, we have the solution for you. Like it's actually pretty straightforward, but there's a lot of other businesses that particularly in today's you know day and age where we've got solutions built on solutions, built on solutions, it's a little bit more difficult to understand it at first, you know, what you're offering and yep. um, what the problem actually is. Um, and that also goes into, you know, um, I guess pushing pushing in a little bit more on that problem, aggravating a little bit more so people are kind of um, uh, realising what they already kind of subconsciously understood. Um, and yeah, it kind of just drives the point home that, hey, they really need that solution. Cool. So you've just perfectly segued into point number three that you're telling me would be conveying the benefits and answering any objections. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Continue on. So sir. so I guess there's one of the one of the big misconceptions is benefits um, uh, as opposed to I can't think of the word now. Benefits as opposed to, I guess, the technical uh, solution. So, for example, so don't talk less about what the product actually is. Yeah, and yeah. More talk about what the product, what it's going to solve. Hundred percent. Right? So, for example, if you're a website development company, I just use that as an example because I have lots of experience with that. Um, there's no point telling you know the customer, oh, it's going to be on this platform. We're going to use this plugin. We're going to you know do this to make it all nice and fancy. They don't really care about that. As, as I mentioned before, what they care about is return of investment and how to are they increasing their revenue? So what are the goals of this website or this product is actually gonna you know, produce for you? Cool, so be clear and concise, identify the problems and the solutions, convey the benefits. Then number four that you gave me was have an attractive opt-in. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing there is a bit of a transaction of data, right? You want their information, but they want something off you as well. So what's in 2020, which we're very close to being in, mm-hmm. what would you see as an attractive opt-in? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I think just anything that actually um, seriously provides a value. Um, so um, I'm just trying to think of an example. I, I, I guess um, a lot of people previously have just had you know here's the here's the top five tips to do X Y Z, which is great, but it's not really what me as a customer am, am after. It's just a general piece of information. Whereas if it's a specific guide on how you know this works or how to um, implement something, or here's the steps to do it, or let's do it for you via yeah, something. Yeah, hundred percent. So if it's something maybe a little bit more long tail, um, and we're kind of seeing that in a lot of different aspects of of marketing I guess hey let's actually niche down on a particular customer or a particular problem so that you are you stand out more as an authority to provide a solution to that rather than just a generalist so uh, on a little bit of another note obviously information products are massively they're growing internationally selling Mm -hmm. information products opt-ins for information products and that's like training courses coaches consultants all that sort of stuff has been rampant over the last couple of years Facebook actually announced this morning that it is stopping anyone doing ads pushing to webinars. 
as in right. they're tightening. I did hear about that. They are tightening down the ability to run paid traffic to webinars, mentioning things like webinars, and their their machine learning is going to start reading ad copy, looking and reading landing page copy, looking for people sending people to webinars because it's just been flogged so hard by people who aren't doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's interesting that Facebook's drawn the line in the sand and said. That's it, guys. It's done. Sure. Um, you know, they reserve that for like marijuana and political mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Now, we- webinars are up there with marijuana and political issues, yes. right? That's pretty interesting. <laughs> so what would be an attractive opt-in for, and we can backwards and forwards on this, What what's some sort of an attractive opt-in for um, maybe a professional services, an accountant, a solicitor? Um, sure. One of those sorts of industries. So if you're a if you're a solicitor um, in a you know specialising in a particular area, so if it's like family law or something, maybe there's a particular issue that, um, um, particularly with you know divorce rates being so high, it's like more than fifty percent of marriages end in divorce or something ridiculous. Um, there's there's a lot of questions that people ask, and they obviously want to ask a lawyer, but um, there's uh, you, you can break that down into a, a whole bunch of different questions like uh, money, like how does money work in a divorce how does um uh, how do um, children work in a divorce uh, a couple of different things that you can actually um you know what find out what your customers are actually looking for answers to um and i'm sure like if you uh if you could tell if you told me right now what the top 10 questions that you get most you know commonly asked you know you probably probably put them in an faq section on your on your website hidden somewhere that no one's actually going to yep. going to look at how about you actually just look at those faq uh, items and and build a, a you know actually answer them fully in depth provide solutions and then uh, even provide you know if you want further information you can contact you know dave on this phone number or this email address so yeah cool um, and then tradies, it could be just something unique about the product or service that they offer mm-hmm. as a tradie. There's there's plenty of options there. So if an attractive opt-in is and conveying the benefits are like an education, then the motivation has to come somewhere. So what, how does the motivation work through guiding the customer through a journey? Which is number five, by the way. Guiding a customer through a journey, is that sure. where we start to motivate them to actually contact you as a as, as a Yes. Yeah, so, so I guess I guess this is more going back to how how can we increase website conversions? I guess, um, and there's a lot of people that put a lot of time into the home page um, and maybe some other pages, but those other pages they they they're hidden. Um, when people get to the end of a home page, there's a lot of people that put their blog posts at the end of the home page, which is great and it's good to kind of build authority. But that isn't a call to action and that doesn't necessarily lead into a conversion. It actually, distracts them into something else. So unless you have a very you know specific strategy that is to do that to educate people through blog posts to then uh, you know further your relationship with them you really need to um, point them to what's the you know what's the next logical step in in their journey um, obviously for higher ticket items um, and uh, and and um, you know service companies they're going to have a bit more of a lead time particularly when um, working out a, a, a proposal or a contract or something like that so it's not going to be buy my product now here's the price oh it's discounted 20 percent it's going to be let's how do we continue this conversation so very similar to dating which i'm sure you've mentioned before in marketing you know how do we take the our relationship to the next level not from here to you know let's get married but how do we just take it that one step further so i guess that's just providing more information um the right kind of information and prompting a proper response i guess one of the things that we've found over the last couple of years is 
you mentioned earlier on about someone who gets a web developer to build a website and then that's it. And then mm-hmm. they have all these brilliant services or product offerings and they're driving maybe paid traffic towards it. They drive AdWords or Facebook ads. But the problem is they drive it to the homepage or they drive it to a generic mm. services page which doesn't have this message. It doesn't have the problems. It doesn't have the benefits. It doesn't have the objections. And you might pay a massive cost per click to get them to a page that isn't even related to what you're trying to get them to. So mm-hmm. you know, there's plenty of ways. WordPress, you can build pages. There's that click funnels platform <laughs> that I My favorite. don't like speaking about. <laughs> um, there's landing page builders, right? So take the time. Conversion rate optimization in 2020 is going to be about taking the message all the way from the start, wherever they've heard about you, right through to the middle where they're reading more information about you. That landing page has to talk about exactly what they were asking about and then the journey after that. So you didn't mention emails, you didn't mention uh, follow-up Facebook ads, but sequential information as they go through that journey mm-hmm. is imperative in 2020 because they don't want to hear a message. Like if, they, if you're a law firm that does family law and commercial litigation, they don't want to hit the family law page and then then see an ad for commercial litigation. They've, sure. got, they've got to be stepped through the process of family law, right? Yeah. And you could almost step them through the pain that they're going through week after week in a journey because mm-hmm. you know what that journey is. So there's my two cents. Yeah, Guide sure. the customer through a journey. Do it right in 2020 because otherwise you're probably wasting your time and they're going to go somewhere else. So... Number six is something dear to Jay's heart, and that would be following up any leads that you actually get. So yeah. uh, I don't know if you read it. Jay wrote a very good article recently. We mm-hmm. actually need to get it on our blog. Mm-hmm. But what's imperative when you're following up leads that actually do come through? Yeah, so I guess there's a lot of uh, a lot of customers that you know we've dealt with in the past. They're really excited to get more traffic and more people to their website and more leads coming in. But that's kind of where it stops and where it transitions from a, from a marketing uh, goal to then a sales goal, there's the, the handover is very shaky and that's something that really needs to be strengthened. Um, so I guess it is, um, uh, you know, the, the normal rules or the normal things that we hear are if people aren't followed up within, you know, 15 minutes or within one hour, they're like 80% less likely to actually convert. Um, there's a lot of stats that say that and really they just all point to, hey, if you have a lead, you know, come in, don't wait until this afternoon, literally pick up the phone and call them as they're probably still on your website. They're, they're in the right mindset. They're actually looking for more information um, and that's really the, the best time to, to get them. And it's not just a phone call. It's it's uh, working out, well, how can you remarket or how can you provide further value to them? But um, a phone call definitely goes a long way you know even even though you know the whole inbound marketing strategy is uh is to kind of get off the phone and not having to necessarily sell and wait for customers to come to you the reality is there's only a very small percentage of businesses that are in that position right so you might be a plumber and someone's called you because their taps burst Mm -hmm. you probably get them first go because you answered your phone and they need it done right but if you've got a high ticket item like you're saying before and even us in the agency we have a sales team that just nurtures through inbound leads because mm. they it's a big decision, right? It's a big cost. It's a big, um, there's still objections that need to be answered. So mm-hmm. you need to be there waiting and ready to answer those. You can't, and you can't all the time, if you've got high ticket items or if you've got something that's really specialist, you can't always also just let the receptionist or the junior answer those phone calls because mm. they don't have enough product knowledge or service knowledge and that consumer's 
you're probably one of three that they've contacted. They're mm-hmm. just going to turn around and go to number two and number three uh, if they didn't get the right advice off you. So follow up. Can't be clear enough about that one. Definitely. You have to follow up leads. They don't just land themselves in your lap these days. And look, I, I think the majority of your competitors kind of in, in any niche, probably 99 out of 100 don't have a solid follow-up. Uh, process like that's actually the reality in many many industries so if you did actually put a plan into place you're going to be catapulted to that top one percent so you know if you call 10 different plumbers or 10 different you know lawyers um, who's actually going to return your call whoever actually does starts that conversation progresses to the next point in their relationship and it just it just makes sense doesn't it and then you educate them further through their decision making process giving them a little bit of education and and, and making Uh, sure in a one-on-one personal personal kind of situation rather than just an email or something right yeah so i think that's really important and that's something that we're seeing a lot of our customers do and i guess the front end is quite heavy on doing that process and it Mm -hmm. might cost you thousands of dollars to do that front-end process to make sure everyone's getting followed up and you're conveying messages and benefits and there's an attractive offer and there's email sequences like if that costs you a couple of thousand dollars to do at the start but it then automates itself out for many years to come Mm -hmm. and if your conversion rate which is this is what we're talking about conversion rates if you can get your conversion rate from like one percent on your website through to three percent you've tripled your business if yeah. you can go from one percent through a nurture sequence and look after them and get it to a ten percent close rate you've completely changed the landscape of your business and it yeah. might have cost you a couple of thousand dollars here but it works for years to come right and that's kind of what you do isn't it yeah awesome that's it guys we're going to, Josh is obviously around all the time. He sits just out there. We're going to get him in for plenty of conversations. We've got a spreadsheet full of topics. Uh, but like I've been talking with Jay recently, we want to get the toughest questions off you. So uh, on the YouTube videos, on the Facebook videos, ask a question in the comments and we'll answer them live. We'll get Josh in for conversion rate stuff on websites. Uh, Jay will have conversations about Facebook ads. Like I've been saying, we can get lawyers, solicitors, anyone, right? If they're an expert and we don't know the answer, mm-hmm. or sorry, if, if we don't know the answer, we'll find the expert to give the answer for you. Mm-hmm. So Josh, you're the first person to actually podcast with me in this office. Yes, so, first mate. one. Let's blow out those microphones. Yeah. <laughs> mate, in saying that, we've got this wall and I keep on talking about this wall, but I've got no one to talk about it with. <laughs> Pick something up there and I'll explain. It could be a book, it could be anything. Um... Let's go this. The Wolf of Wall Street. Why did you pick that book? So uh, Jordan Belford, he's, uh, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Um, Tim and Tim, our two sales guys, if you've ever got the chance to talk to our inbound or outbound sales team, they're both named Tim and they both live in Port Macquarie. Hey, Tims. Um, They're kind of like that in that bullpen, bullpen, bullpen of The Wolf of Wall Street. Like The Wolf of Wall Street is a fantastic book. Maybe they're not as... A movie they're not as ethical as we would portray ourselves but mm-hmm. i reckon there's some things that you've got to learn off there you know liam i gave liam those books years ago to read and he didn't want to read them because he knew what was in them but mm-hmm. there's something you can learn from those books right oh definitely like in in reality um you know jordan belford is a master salesman um yes he may not have taken an ethical approach approach originally but he has the skill set to make hundreds of millions of dollars and that's not something that you can deny you just need to understand what is working for him um, just like you should do with you know any marketer or any salesperson understand what they're doing how they're actually making their money and then take the best bits to incorporate into your business that's right awesome josh thanks cool. for 
coming along. That's no about it. That's 20 minutes, man. That was a that went <laughs> fast. So guys, like, comment, subscribe, ask the questions. We want to hear from you and we want to chat to you about your toughest questions. Thanks heaps, Josh. Awesome. Um, no worries. Talk to you soon, mate. Cool. Thanks.